Sensitivity is intelligence. With grace and skill, you have abundance. Welcome to the Psychic Hour. Host Kelly Brickle is a psychic medium, numerologist, healer, and teacher. Her passions are learning about the soul and energy. Whether through spirit, emotion, or vibrational numbers, there is always a pathway of information waiting to help. Now, here is your host of the Psychic Hour, Kelly Brickle. everybody and welcome to the psychic hour today we have the interview series with psychic medium and mentor jennifer rose hello everybody coming on in hello hello keith hello aspen thank you for being here and um away we go in just a moment with the topic of the day and i have a raspiness i don't know where it's coming from like it just comes out of the blue. So if you if you hear me going like <laughs> a couple of times, just bear with me, okay? It adds character. It adds, uh, you know, tenacity to what we're trying to do here today. Hello, Stacia. Hello, everybody. So please, as we are together, if you have a question that naturally comes up with what we're talking about when we go into um, the interview with um, psychic mediumship or what we're sharing um, within just what naturally comes up with in the life story of the sharing or just the topics, please pop the question down because this is how we share as a community and um, how we just grow as a community. So I encourage you to do that as we are naturally talking. Um, the topic of the day is connection. So that, that's why I'm just like, hey, connect. We're, we're all here. Let, let's do it. Let's let's be in the mix. Let's celebrate. Let's let's open up. And it's important to have that vibration for ourselves. And it's important to have that vibration when we are comfortable with others. Um, a lot of times when we are learning about ourselves and developing, we are connecting the pieces of ourselves. So, you know, we're connecting the past, the present, the future, and kind of who we are and who we are looking to be or what we're restoring from the past. All the power is in the present. It, it's very true, but we do have to go to the past for a moment and to restore and heal and, and make sure that we are present because a lot of times we go, oh, we are present, you know, you know let's do this. And we're just like, why, why is this wobbly? Or where did that come from? Or why is this coming up? Um, and it's because a lot of times our energy is in the past. So we do have to go to the past to be present. And then we do have to go a little bit to the future to understand what we're looking to intend and create and be a part of and where our focus is. Um, it's very important to know how we are moving forward and to connect those pieces and, and to connect within ourself what our energies are doing even outside of us. Like how does our house look? How do our friendships look? How do the pieces of our life look? Because whether something is organized, it could be a reason because of the past. Or disorganized, it could be a reason because of the past. Why, why something is organized within your house. I'm, I'm just going to do the organization metaphor. 
can be a reason for the future. Like, you know, I'm intending for better or I need this to go well or, you know, why something is disorganized could be an intention for the future. Hey, I usually am OCD, so I'm letting things kind of just fall as they they will because I need additional energy and I need to do things a little bit differently for this to work for me this time around. Whatever it is, it's right if you're connected to yourself. If you are connected to the reasons why you're doing, why you are doing what you're doing, um, you can't go wrong with that as long as we're continuously going, okay, I'm moving the energy, I'm understanding why, even if this is a slam dunk decision or I'm gripping, (laughs) I'm white knuckling, right? I need to do this. I know why I'm doing this. Maybe this is not the best idea, but I'm aware that I need to do this for my best healing. As long as you're connected, that is where everything happens. And so connect the pieces to your life, whether it is something that you're working on. If it's knocking off the ground, it's disconnected. And it's not negative. It's just sometimes in order to make the event shine, you have to make sure that you are communicating with people. You have to make sure that you've envisioned your success. You have to make sure that you've done the work. And to do the work, maybe you have to make sure you go for a walk and take care of your health. And all these pieces go together to ensure that the energy is ripe and fresh and um, abundant, right? And the more we have the pieces connected, the greater our successes, the greater our congruences. And it's really important, too, because I know that sometimes when I'm not connected to my own self, that sometimes I feel like in disarray. So I don't feel as social or open or I don't feel like I have excess energy, even within my additional product uh, projects. So whatever you are projecting or whatever you're internalizing, um, just take a moment and say, how is my energy as a soul with what I'm producing, with what I'm experiencing, with what I'm creating and what comes forth? And we're all human. We're all human. It's not meant to be perfect. It's not meant to be anything other than the experience. It's not meant to be anything other than us understanding our energy and what energy that we can participate in. So within that, connecting to our energy, connecting to ourselves, I hope that you get nuggets of insight where you can connect to the next piece and go, I think I understand this a little bit better. I think I have a little extra awareness and to have gratitude within that. So Hello, everybody. Thank you for being here. Hello, Heather. Hello, Jessie Cat. Hello, hello. And everybody listening, thank you for being here. With that said, I want to bring in our guest, Jennifer Rose. So we're going to do that. Hello. Hi, Kelly. How are you? Hi, Jennifer. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. I'm so happy and seeing everybody here. I just want to say hi to all the guests that are on too. So yay. yay. People are saying yay, Jennifer. <laughs> hey, Stacey. Sunny like a sunflower. I love your background. So I, I want to give you a warm introduction. So for everybody who is meeting um, Jennifer Rose for the first time through here or already knows her, 
Jennifer Rose serves as an international spiritual evidential medium, trance healer, and channel. She shares her gifts as a teacher, public speaker, transformational guide, writer, poet, and humanitarian among her many passions. Jennifer's mediumship includes one-on-one group audiences, spiritualist churches, and for charitable causes to spread the awareness that love and life are eternal. She is known for her accuracy, love, and compassion when connecting with spirit. Teaching mediumship, healing, and spirituality are also her passions with helping others to discover and enhance their spiritual gifts and embrace their own unique way of working. Jennifer hosts For the Love of Spirit Sunday through the spiritual service that happens every month, bringing the spiritual community together in celebration. She is honored to be a part of the love, hope, and peace that is gained through mediumship, healing, and spiritual development that she helps to facilitate. Thank you for being here, Jennifer. Thank you for having me, Kelly. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, you are in California, and um, how long have you opened up your world to mediumship and energy? Was it when you were a child? Was it when you were a young adult? Um, did it open up later in life? Like when did mediumship come to you and you were like, okay, this is a part of my life? <laughs> that is a really, really good question. Um, you know, I had, I did have some experiences when I was little, I, I wasn't one of those people that, you know, children that had spirits visiting them constantly, that wasn't me. But I, I knew I was intuitive, I was highly, highly sensitive, which made it, you know, a little hard to sometimes fit in with other kids and people that didn't quite understand what that's like. Um, um, but I did have, you know, some, you know, I can some memorable experiences with spirit, but I just really didn't quite know what that was. And uh, if if a, a family member or loved one had passed on, I might be able to be aware that they were there, but didn't still didn't quite understand it, just figured that was kind of normal. You know? um, and then um, a little bit later, probably around um, 2016 is when I started um, developing and I had been feeling that pull, that soul calling for quite a while, you know, like so it was coming, it was coming and then it just got to be it got to be too strong to where my, my fears were overrided by my higher self dragging me along. <laughs> and the rest is history. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What were the pulls that were so strong that you surrendered to? Um, you know, it's, it's very hard to put into words what that is, but I know that I, um, there was back, you know, back then there was a lot of, um, you know, medium TV shows and things like that. And I would also watch um, other things on TV, which were spiritually oriented. I would always be gravitated to anything spiritually oriented. Um, Even in my younger teenage years, I was going to metaphysical bookstores and looking at the crystals and looking at the books. I was like, always, always into it. Um, But it kept getting stronger and stronger to us. Like, I know I have to do that. I just know I have to, it was like that it was that crystal clear. And then it was just finding the place to start. So yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to put into words, but it's just like, I have to do that. I have to go there. There's no other choice in the matter. It's kind of like you get called. It wasn't so much of a choice as much of, you know, when, if it's meant to be your destiny or your mission in life, you don't really get it. You get called in. You get, <laughs> yeah. it's a call. Yeah, you felt yeah, it in your soul. Exactly. And yeah. And in my heart. You, absolutely. Yes. And in your heart. Yeah. Did you find yourself like just feeling happier and more relaxed and just allowing yourself to do it then? Yeah. 
you know, what was really beautiful, especially in the beginning, was to find like-minded people who were like me. And, um, and I really felt like for the first time, like, I get to be me. I get to be me. Like, not, not just the roles I play, which are, are significant and, and important, you know, playing all the different roles that we have in life with our um, different people that we're connected to in our relationships. But the, that, that higher inner essence of me, I get, I get to be me. And that was very, very freeing. It, it was, you know, and that was like kind of the first time I ever felt that before. So it was, it was special. Yeah. I think that is amazing because a lot of people within this work, they have curiosity or they know a part of it is important to them, but they hesitate and they don't really enact that full sense of I get to be myself. I think that's a huge thing to talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. It's, and it's hard to sometimes define what yourself is. Like what, what does that mean? What does myself mean? You know? And so that's part of the journey. And so it's one of the reasons we get into this work. It's not just to help other people. Cause they usually that's the calling is you, you know, you want to be of service to your community and to humanity in the different ways. And you, you realize that this is your way. Um, but there's also um, an extensive self discovery process that goes with it. Um, of that journey of, you know, the know thyself process that you go on. And, and I wasn't expecting that. I just thought I was going to learn how to do this special thing and be me, you know, and and then it was finding out, well, what does that mean exactly? You know? And so, and, and, so, and that's a, that's, you know, that's a never ending story that we're always unfolding and unraveling, but um, it, it gets, you know, deeper and deeper as you go. <laughs> it is, it is a never ending story. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the things that you frequently, um, whether it is in a group or one-on-one, um, do you see coming up within people when they understand about themselves on a deeper level or spirit gives them a message to help remind them? Yeah, there's, it's, um, it's interesting, you know, in the beginning, usually people start, whether they're going to mediumship or healing or, or other spiritual modalities, and usually meditation ends up being kind of like that beginning state we usually most people start there with some kind of meditation process to learn to kind of how to quiet the mind or to sort of reach those other spaces and then you're going to start getting a lot of signs and synchronicities and like being you know pulled in different directions to where you're supposed to go and who you're supposed to meet Um, and then it will start to get deeper and deeper and deeper so it's kind of like the more you get into it, kind of, it's almost like going down under the rabbit hole, you know, the more you get into it, then it just, you get deeper and deeper into the levels of different kinds of consciousness, different levels of consciousness that you can reach. Um, and for, for me, it was like getting to that, that place of realizing um, that me is also more than my personality and all of the different facets of my personality and parts of me, me is the spirit, you know, and that's never, that's never separate from me. And even though we feel, we feel like a very like autonomous, you know, personality of a person. And we hear that phrase, you're a spiritual being having a human experience. You still feel very separate. It still feels very real. And for me, it does too um, much of the time, but I'm always aware that I'm spirit too. And so that, that's, that's really where it kind of came to was in the beginning. It's like, I get to be me. And that was the me I knew myself, myself to be back then, which is I'm, I'm, part I'm part of this world that I know I'm supposed to be in and and this is I'm I'm using my gift and finding my purpose 
And then moving fast forwarding, you know, down the road is like, well, I never stopped being spirit. You know, we're all spirit. You know, we're all spirit doing this. And we, we kind of put on our costumes. We've got a little a closet. A, we've got a closet of costumes. And the ones in front are the ones we wear most of the time. But they change up a little bit, too. And, you know, occasionally something from the very back comes out. And we go, oh, who's that? <laughs> you know, just to kind of put it in a little bit of a, a humorous kind of description. But to realize that you're you're the spirit who's also, like, looking at all of the possibilities, too. So it's, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> There are a lot of possibilities and for us to, you know, have the remembrance because there is so much. It's like, what do we grab? What do we experience? And I know just, I'm curious too, from, you know, learning more about you, you are a writer and a poet. And so did you have these things as a known part of you before you got into mediumship or did mediumship help open up uh, like creativity in you additionally? It really, really did. Um, I, I always loved writing when I was younger, but it wasn't creative writing. It was, you know, more expository kind of writing, things like that. And so I loved using my mind in that way. Um, for instance, if I were to write something about something I had read or something like that, like in college or once, for instance. Um, but once I got into mediumship and I started channeling, most of my stuff I write now is just, it's just all channeled. So that's kind of where that came in. And it's, it's a lot of fun to do that. But yeah, I never expected to call myself a poet. <laughs> so that was, that was a fun little gift that came along the way as well, too. And, um, and that's because we're, when you're, when you're doing this work, you're using like the imagination part of your mind space. And that's where all of that is able to flow. That's where all of the writing, the poetry, and, um, you know, some people who are uh, trans mediums can get you know, or even mental mediums doing um, connecting with loved ones can start getting, you know, like different languages coming in and things like that. So I haven't, that's not me, but um, it's fascinating to see that happen. For well, other I would imagine too, because like with just writing, it's an automatic process or, or bits and pieces, mm -hmm. like almost like muse energy comes in. How do you experience that as a medium with just creating um, the things mm -hmm. that come forth, they're very beautiful. Like I've, I've read some of your yeah. books. They're very beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I, I, I got to give that credit because it's not, it's, it's not all me, you know, um, um, but it's, it's interesting. I'm glad you asked that question because what's coming to mind is if you go back in your like high school, college days and you had to write, you know, let's, let's assume you, you're, you're, you're not a regular writer, but you go back to your high school, college days and you had to write an essay or something for class, for your English class or your history class or something. Imagine you're, you're at your, you know, um, computer, or you've got your pen and paper, however you're doing it. And you have, and you have to figure out like, what's the next part going to be to what you're writing. And you stop and you kind of like go into this like blank space. Cause you're waiting. You're just like waiting for like the next piece to come. Right. That's not far off of how this work we do is you move over there, you wait, and then all of a sudden it, it gets there, it gets to you. You realize, okay, that's the next couple lines I'm supposed to write, you know, and, you know, and then you might still like move, you know, move the words around and move the sentences around and do that kind of thing. Um, it's not far off, which is kind of interesting. So a lot of people don't realize there's things they do along their life along the way that they've been using that space and not even realizing it, you know, the whole time. So that's really cool. That's, uh, that's, that's super cool. And it helps people give kind of a framework of, cause they, a lot of people are wondering how does mediumship work? What is that like? How does that work to like move your awareness over? And you and I have been doing it for so long. It's really easy. We can just kind of go, boop, you know, and do like that. 
Um, but with the writing for me now, fast forward and to where I am now, it's when I'm in that flow, it's just like the words are coming out. I'm not even really thinking about them or even hearing them all the time. I'm just, I'm just writing them and not always even knowing like what the words are going to look like until they come out. And that's different. <laughs> it yeah, it is. The, the cool thing, I guess, about writing in poetry is afterwards you go, oh, I have this. I and when you're in your mediumship for another person most times, right? Like right in front of you, you go, oh, I don't have even time to think about what I just said. I, I, I'm, I'm on to the next thing, right? I'm like, so I don't even know. But you're like, this is, wow, this came out. I, and, you know, like, do I change this or I just put it out as is? Yeah, that's very true too. And I have had things change where it was, it was, it was pretty cool the way it was, but then you flow, you kind of flow into another little rhythm of the wave of that, of that spiritual piece. And then you even change it again. So it can evolve and it doesn't mean anything was wrong in the beginning. It just means that there was an evolution of that piece. And it's like the, the, you know, maybe the, the, the time that you're in, there was, you know, there was a shift in the energy or a shift in the consciousness enough that we'll know those words look better for that today, you know? And so I've, I've actually have some things that I've got different versions of the same, like the same poem. And um, I just keep both of them for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah. yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Like alternative um, like meanings or just, they gave mm -hmm. something each to you. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah, um, it's kind of like a song, Kelly, you know, you can have a song and it, it can tell 10 different stories every time you listen to it. You know what I mean? If you're, especially if you're in the flow, because when we're listening to music, we we're very much in that flow and very much in the power because you get into the emotion of the songs and you're hearing, especially when it's something you're like really drawn into and you can, you can sense the story that's behind it. And then you listen to it another time and it's a different story, same words, different story. So a little bit like that too. Poetry is like a song. It's another song of spirit. Yeah, and if it's yes. really just natural and multifaceted, it fulfills so fulfills so many needs. Do you find that so, like in mediumship, when things come in, or when you're channeling, even within writing, do you find that your brain almost turns off, um, and you're yeah. just like, and suddenly I'm here? How how is that experience for you? And I I think that's important to talk about too, because a lot of people. I guess, don't realize that their brain needs to turn off for some of this stuff sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And that's maybe why they have a feel like they have a little bit of a writer's block or something like that. So it's, it's a matter of just kind of like getting into the flow and we really do it all the time. We just don't realize it's like when you're driving and you go into that automatic driving, you don't remember how you got to where you're going and you just, you move into that space and you realize you've, you've thought a thousand thoughts or dreamed a thousand dreams in that half an hour drive. You know, if you've moved into an altered space because you've gotten really relaxed and you're just kind of, you, you know, used to it. Or when you're in the shower or washing dishes, doing things that are very sort of methodical and monotonous and things like that, writing in a journal, listening to music, exercising when people are in their sport, doing sports and exercising, they can get, they, call, they might say, I'm in the zone. It's, it's the same thing. It's, it's the power of themselves, of their, them and their higher selves and spirit having this experience. So it's really cool. But um, you are right when we're doing that. We don't like with a mediumship, we don't remember a lot, you know, of the readings that we did before. Well, maybe bits and pieces, especially if it was um, 
highly charged emotionally, um, or the story was very unusual of that loved one that you were um, connecting with. Um, it, because we're, we are in that space, um, it's a very different space of the mind where you, you don't remember a lot of it afterwards and you kind of come back to your sort of um, conscious 3D awareness. <laughs> so it's just altered yeah. states of consciousness, but we're, we do that all the time anyways, when you're dreaming, before you wake up, before you go to sleep. Again, when we're doing those things like washing dishes and things like that, we're always shifting. You know, as soon as you get out of your car and go into the store, you're you're kind of in a different space then again. So, but we it's just we do it. So we're so used to it, we don't even think about it. We don't even realize that that's happening. I think that's sometimes too how people start coming into their gifts, um, whether like psychic mediumship or healing. They go, oh. I'm having some odd experiences at certain times. So did you find that, let's say, you'd get things within your dreams before you knew about what this was? Did you find that you had deja vu or certain intuition in places where you're like, where where the heck did that come from? How, how did these mm-hmm. like little pieces like enter or find them their way to you? That's why I want to ask. Oh, yeah. How did it start? I don't know. It just just kind of like, the more I started getting into it for me, I kind of, I did sort of, what do you call the psychic boot camp for myself? Like I really like, I immersed myself wholeheartedly in the process. So I was doing, taking a lot of different classes and doing a lot of meditating. I honestly don't really recommend that for people, but that was my path for me. And so then, you know, the signs and the synchronicities and the transformation kind of picked up really, really fast for me. And so, um, but it's, it's so, especially in the beginning, it's, it's hard because, uh, you know, emotions are coming up for healing and things like that. But then it's so fascinating, too, because when you realize you start seeing 11-11 on the clock all the time or, you know, um, you start seeing license plates and you and you realize that you were like shifted to see that license plate or that bumper sticker or that sign. And you knew, like, I didn't consciously turn my head like that was another part of me or that was a spirit helper letting me know that that's for me. And it's, it's fascinating. It's just, you, you, you enter into a world of magic and wonder. That's like, you know, being a child on Christmas, you know, do you ever like, you know, see, like, I remember being a child and like um, seeing like an orchestra play and feeling the magic of the spirit and that wonder. And it's like that kind of feeling too. You get that back again, which is, it's really special because that gets kind of squashed down for most of us during, you know, the regular part of life. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. I think that, you know, in order to do the work that we do, we have to raise our vibration, especially like with a mediumship, we raise our vibration to match the spirit world. And when we start hearing them, even when we don't mean to, they're giving us some of their vibration. Um, And the more we get into it, the more it's like, this feels awesome. (laughs) This feels incredible. And now I'm aware of this and what and you know, life can be this. It is super healing and super exciting and it never gets old. It's like your perpetual child with how you're fascinated by things. I agree. That's true. That's true. And um, I have this phrase with my friends and it's like, never surprised, always amazed, you know, and every once in a while, like, okay, that did surprise me just a little bit because I've seen so much. I've, I've seen so many magical miracles with spirit that I don't get surprised by it but I'm always fascinated and amazed by it at the same time. Like, wow, there's another one. Look what they did this time, you know? So (laughs) it's a, it's a welcome. It's a welcome. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they, they still surprise me. 
<laughs> they still surprise me sometimes because I'll be like, really? Yeah. Like, like I, I get that anything is possible, but really? <laughs> like, what? Okay. I do that, I guess, I do I that too. That, I do that. Like, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just like, that's oh, where we're okay. going. Okay. All right. Like, guess we're doing this. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, let's see. Uh, Keith is talking about uh, seeing like 11 11s and 12 12s. Um, I need to meditation move and try to slow down. Okay. So, um, is that something that you found yourself being reminded of or were there different things when you saw 1111 or 1212s? It, it depends, I guess, where you are in your life, because like for me, I know just to, I guess, before I hand you I the question, when I see numbers, they mean different things at certain times. It's like, okay, it's acknowledgement. Yes, I feel that or I need to remember that or I need to do this. But did you find yourself like having the reminder to do specific things in your development as well as now when you continue to see numbers? I guess that's what I want to hone in on with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah, and that's really important what you said because the numbers can mean different things at different times. And you can look up the numbers and if you can go look Google them, you're gonna get like 25 different answers, you know, and then you just have to kind of find the one that fits for you, like the one that resonates the most for you at that time. Um, but you can also just kind of feel into it. Sometimes it's just a little wink, you know, it's just you know, reminding you that you're part of something too. Um, for me, um, a lot of it was. Um, sort of a lesson in connection of the connectivity of consciousness that we're always part of, you know, it's kind of think of it as like maybe the, the quantum field or something like that, but it is perfect. It is, it is perfect and intelligent beyond words. And it's amazing to see how connected everything is. So you realize that the timing of it too. So for instance, if you find yourself, you know, seeing that serial number over and over and over again, you know, it's like, it's telling you something about the timing, like everything had to be aligned to get you to that point to see it at that time too. And we often don't kind of like even stop and think about that. It's it's like, cause it's not all, it's not all random. A lot of things happen to get us to that moment. If you're meant to see that license plate with that special message, everything has to go right in your day to get you onto the road at that particular moment or second in time. Same with the car driving, same with the other cars around, they can't get in your way. So that means if you dropped your keys or you decided to make an extra cup of coffee or you got a paper cut in your finger and had to go put a, you know, a bandaid on it and all of this like delayed things just enough to get you on the road at that time. It's like, that's kind of like, whoa, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. fascinating. It means you needed to see it at that time. I, I do yeah. feel like, you know, we're magnetized to things we're supposed to see. And the timing is really the important um, part because, right, if you dropped your keys, maybe you still would have gotten the message, but you needed it at that time for a reason. And sometimes it's really interesting with who you bump into at that time or what you're given or um, the ahas. So it is, yes, it's quite magical. Stacia is asking i connect with different numbers with different to different people in spirit um that's that's another thing too um a lot of times 
uh, loved ones have have birthdays or they had a favorite number. So there's a lot of different ways to connect with numbers, you know, um, with, within yourself and with mediumship. And, uh, they're all archetypes that help us decode energy. Yeah. Yeah. I love that too. Cause if, if, you know, every time you think about your dad, for instance, who's passed away and then you look at the clock and it's got that number, you know, like that's your dad saying, Hey, it's me. I'm here. Hello. I'm with you. I love you. That's pretty cool. I mean, it's amazing. Like I said, <laughs> always amazing. It is. There's certain numbers that really do just follow us around. It's 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 a whole yeah. thing within itself to talk about. What I I want to ask you to as well. So it's one thing to open up yourself to like numbers and messages from the other side, and you know, embrace your mediumship. It's it's a whole nother thing to. Um, like really start a community and to include people and to create like uh, a weekly or monthly, depending on the frequency, like service for people to who can come and receive messages in that group setting. So um, you have for the love of spirit and you've been doing that for quite a while. So how did that come yeah. into being? I really would want to learn about that. Yeah, thank you. Um, so that started in 2020. And um, so I, I started um, trying to do something more live in the area that I live in, but then COVID quick, quickly changed all that. So like everybody else, we had to learn how to use Zoom back then, you know, and that was all a new experience because most of us spiritual folk aren't all that techie, but we've been kind of forced to learn how to be, look at us now, we're on StreamYard and we've, you know, we're now, we're now techie spiritualists. <laughs> Yes, for real. Yes. Super funny. Yeah. So yeah, so I um, I agree. um we, we went over we went over to I know, right? We went over to virtual, um, but it it that was that was a gift because it's connected us all internationally now. So it's like I get to meet people from all different countries and I just never thought that that would be something that would be, you know, back then. So it's that it's been quite a gift in that respect. But I just felt this calling. It was another thing with my calling to bring people together. Um there's there's a lot of, um, and it's, it's not just in the, the outside world, but in spiritual land, there's a lot of like competition and, and, and it's part of, it's part of the healing journey. That's how we learn and grow from each other and all of that. But, um, I, it just hurt my heart a little bit. Sometimes it's like, cause I thought there could be room for all of us to shine, you know what I mean? And so that's why I felt that calling to try to like bring people together. And so like one person's modality, modality of healing isn't more special than another person's modality of healing or astrology or, you know, it's like, I figure spirit created this, like this beautiful photo behind you, rainbow of ways that we can connect and rainbow of ways that we can serve and rainbow of ways that we can help and do all of that. So I just wanted to bring a place that we be together for the love of spirit, literally, because we love spirit, but also spirit loves us. And we just love being in it. So it kind of goes both ways. Um, and then to create opportunity for people to kind of, you know, shine their light and spread their wings to have a, a platform to work with a group because everybody needs that. It's hard to get that initial kind of, you know, chance to be in front of a group and have opportunity. And I was very lucky um, that things lined up for me to get that. And so I wanted to help create that as well for people too. Um, and then I've just, I really try to keep it all focused about the love. So I, I, I feel very fortunate and, and grateful and blessed that we've been able to create that, you know, really love frequency. We try to really keep it all about the heart centeredness that, um, 
the the feedback I get is really positive. You know, that everybody feels touched by the spirit. They get that love. They get that spark. They get that little spiritual massage kind of feeling that they can take, you know, with them afterwards and keep, you know, keep for a while, <laughs> you know, and hopefully yeah. spread that around, hopefully spread that kindness or that if they've got it, you know, if they feel like their, you know, frequency is raised into that more loving place, then they're going to be more loving to the people around them. Even maybe it's a smile to somebody on the street or they go to the store and, you know, they're in a good mood and they spread that kindness to the person at the cash register or something like that. So it kind of creates a little ripple effect. Um, and we, and we learn and grow together and people come in with different topics they want to talk about. A lot of different kinds of mediums come in delivering messages from spirit, of course, poetry. And we always do healing. We always do group healing. And so I have my beautiful angel team and they work with me every time we have a service right now, we're going about every two weeks. Um, and they come in and help with like the group healing because we're all trans healers and we, we do all that together too. And so it's, it is teamwork. I couldn't do it without all of them, nor would I want to, because it's not about me. It's about all of us. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of work to have an yeah. ensemble of people to provide healing and love and inspiration and spirit connection. So I give you a lot of kudos and you prove just that, that there is enough space for everybody. You're like, I refuse to accept this. And now I've yeah there's way more loved ones in spirit than there are mediums so for you know in that world it's like there's plenty of loved ones to connect to and it's like we don't need to be comparing each other and one-upping and doing all of that it just it happens we're all on the we're all in our healing process we all are so i i don't want to be too negative about it it's just there's just room for all of us to shine to all of us can you know feel special all of us can do this work and do something good for humanity together there's plenty of good work to do for people out there. <laughs> Thank there you. Heather. Heather's giving a shout out. And then also uh, Aspen. She's so grateful. Thanks, um, Aspen. For I saw Debbie was here. Stuff. I wonder if she's still here. I know Debbie's my girl. <laughs> yeah, I want to, I know I'm like bouncing around, but uh, I want to say hello to One. She's in the room and also to Debbie. Mm -hmm. Debbie, where are you? Debbie. <laughs> She was just here a moment ago. I know. Just she's so busy. Ago. She may have to pop in and out sometimes. <laughs> she's good. It's a hundred, a hundred, a hundred that she's always busy. So hi, Debbie. <laughs> okay. Giving love to her. But yes, I mean, you have, so, so let people know what they can uh, like join and be a part of too. There's a speaker, there's um, a spiritual poet, there's the medium and um I think sometimes you have like four. So uh, tell me all the different slots that people um, yeah. share when people um, come and they can receive. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, and it can change a little bit. So, you know, sometimes we we have a little bit smaller group. So I may have, you know, someone doing more than one thing, you know. So it just kind of depends how I feel guided to do it. Um, but we always have some kind of inspired talk. We always have messages from loved ones in spirit. Um, I was just talking to my girl, Shannon, she does angel messages. So I'm like, can you come on my Valentine's day service and do some angel messages? And she's like, yay. So I'm so excited. I've already got that. <laughs> that point it's, it's Valentine's, you know, you got to have angels on. Day. Yeah. Why not? And, right? I know. Right. And, um, and, and then poetry. <laughs> yeah. We, we open up in prayer. We end with prayer. Um, we have uh, poetry. 
um, one of my gals, MJ, she loves to find little bits of inspiration, written inspiration that she finds. And so she usually shares that. So I've tried, everybody has a kind of little niche that, that, that they like to do. And so, um, but I just, I follow as I'm guided to do, cause that's the only way I can, cause it's not my service. It's, it's all of our service, but it, it's, you know, it's their it's spirit service too. So I kind of have to do what they say. I'm like, I just do what they say. <laughs> Makes it very it- yeah, it's meant it's meant to be that way, especially at a spiritual service. And you're yeah. right. Um, it's really important because it gives a frequency that sustains people for their day or their week. And I know that a lot of times like people look to that for inspiration, um, because that's the one place they can get it, because um you know, not everybody needs a full reading or not, not everybody needs the exact, um, you know, yes, you picked me in the crowd so I can, again, have even my mini reading. Um, they just need the energy. Yeah. To be in the healing too. And, um, I, sometimes, um, I might get a message from somebody who was signed up and they're like, I'm having a really bad day. I don't think I'm going to come. I don't want to bring that energy, you know, into the, and I'm like, no, that's the exact reason why you should come, you know? And it's like, so you can get the healing and feel better. It's like, no one's, no one's going to come in and like bring it down. It's all about together as a, as a, as a group, as a community, we're like, we're raising together and being in the love because love is more powerful than everything. So if you're coming and it's, and it's just love there, you're going to come into that and it'll help you feel better. So that that's the trick. Just focus on the love. <laughs> exactly. Like even uh, Kevin's being awesome. He's, he's saying powerful Thanks, crowd Kevin. today. The energy is amazing, which Thank is, you. but that that's really what, you know, we, we hope um, whether any event, right. Um, or what you're facilitating, because, you know, as, as healers, as mediums, as psychics within this work, and even like, you know, putting on a show, we don't feel, you know, up to par every day, but we come in and then we have such lovely people and the healing is for everybody. Very true. Yeah. Even for us too, because we get it too. So that's why like, because like when I'm doing healing, I I do um, a couple of group, group healing, free meditations, um, every uh, one morning, one evening during the month, every other week. And it's like, um, it's, it's not my energy that's going out to the people. It's the spirit. And they're just, they use me as like the conduit or the channel of the healing too. And so I'm getting it too. And so it's like, not only is it like fun for me to be with the group, cause you know, we're all there together. It, it's and to know that I'm helping to being part of the healing and, and put it all together, but I'm also receiving it too. So that, afterwards i feel better also not just for what i got to do and be and help with but in my with for in my own self like i got the little gift of healing too so you're absolutely right we don't have to be feeling perfect all the time to do this work we have to trust that spirit will come in the power will come and move through us and you you could be you know even sick and do this work and you'll be fine because spirit's going to come in and throw so much power into you to help you out, put their big old angel wings around you that you'll be able to get through that process. And then you, you, then you might sneeze when you're done. You get all done and then you turn off the Zoom. You're at you. At you. At you. Uh, oh, there it is. It's bad. <laughs> yeah, they, they give us Hello, just humor. enough. They give us just enough and more. It's true. It's true. Like, mm-hmm. I think that spirit is also 
giving us lessons. So sometimes when we push it, we're pushing it too much and spirit will go, okay, we're going to help you, but we also want to help, you know, you understand what you need to do to heal yourself. Sometimes yeah, no, we that's, go, that's very true. I will roll myself like out of bed and I'll just show up and they're like, okay, we'll help. But is it going to be the best we can do for you always? No, because we're trying to have you understand what you can, you know, you can like heal within your, um, your human self, but correct. They never disappoint and they take away the physical symptoms or they choose. I I 100% agree. And I think like the biggest thing that just comes forth when we talk about it is right. Like it, it helps you. It helps me like anything that we are either a part of in the audience or we are facilitating. It just helps everybody. And it just furthers whether someone feels good or furthers the knowing or those I felt so good or this is so needed that now I'm going to try to create this and it furthers what's possible with what we're all doing. Debbie's giving us hearts. What's up, Debbie? Thank we're you we're giving you a chat before. Yeah, I I totally agree. And you're and you're right about like if we're if we're like pushing the limits too much, then they they might go and make something get canceled on us to, just to force us to rest, even if we don't want to. Because you know a lot of times we we get to be diehards in this work, and we like being in that space all the time. You know what I mean? And they're like. You know, oh, she's got she's got some three D work she's got to get caught up on. We're just gonna make we're just gonna you know just magically make that that schedule clear for the afternoon and 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 you know reboot for next week. And you're like, okay. Can you break? So for some, I would say most of the people like listening would understand like three D. But can you break down like what three D is maybe versus five D or or how well, that you describe yeah, it? Yeah, because when we're doing this work, it's very much in a container of 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 a certain kind of energy and a certain kind of flow and we're very connected to it right but if say you're just grocery shopping or you know doing those kinds of like earthly things you know it's a different it's you're you're much more immersed you're much more feeling like your personality um and it's it's yeah it's a different kind of feel um and when you start to do this work a lot it's, you can be real happy over there, but there's still this world that has to be attended to, too. You, you know, it's like, you've got to take care of your car and you got to pay your bills and you, you got to, even for me, like doing my tech stuff, you know, that kind of thing, that kind of stuff, make sure you answer your emails, all those kinds of things have to get done too. Um, and so, but it's more fun to be over there sometimes. So it's like, Sometimes, yeah, the, so, you know, the magic of spirit is they may work things around, you know, so that you will have that time and they'll be like, chop, 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 time to get going. And you, you can feel, I can feel it. I can feel they're like, knock, knock, you're, you're done. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The 3D is like paying your taxes mm-hmm. stuff. It, it's kind yeah, of. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes spirit will put attention to the 3D because they're just like, if I know, like, how can I put it? A lot of people get so ramped up in this work and it's very Mm. natural because it's, it's produces so many good insights and so many good understandings. But then sometimes in order to get those understandings, we might be meditating or in a chair, you know, all day, because like maybe we're, we were being techie spiritual warriors, you know, sharing the love and light and just broadcasting. But then Mm. it's just like, oh my gosh, it's almost like I forgot how to use my feet or I forgot how the other things that I have to do around me. 
And spirit is like, we need you as a vessel to make sure that you're around and you're in like good condition or even tip top shape to continue the work. So they they mm-hmm. they call us back to the 3D. They really do. Yeah, yeah, very true. And we have to have the life experiences to be able to connect with people too, because in mediumship, they use our life experiences to give us those um, those pieces of information. So if you've been to Disneyland and you know there's a memory of Disneyland with the loved one and the person who's receiving, they, they can pull up your memory to let you know that that's a, a connection. So everywhere you've been, everything you've learned becomes part of like your encyclopedia of information that they can work from. So the more actually of that life stuff that we do going places, meeting people, you know, doing things out of our comfort zone, trying new things, it gives them more to work with, you know, and I love using the example of, of Albert Bess, one of the pioneer mediums of back in the day, he was a postman first. So they used his knowledge of that. And so when he did his mediumship, he, he could um, connect with all like the names and addresses of people um, and, you know, that was kind of like one of his special things. So it's like, they, they use what, you know, so the more we learn. So if you want to, you know, like I, I have a love of music, all kinds of music. And so it's like, they can use my music encyclopedia to give people songs that will give them messages or songs that are special memories. So it is important to be here too, to live this life and have your relationships with people and nurture those and then do life stuff. And it will help you over there too. So it's kind of like a balance. That's why they say as above, so below. You have that kind of the balance. And it it can be hard sometimes to maintain that, but we try. We just, we wiggle it out. We figure it out. Yeah, the balance is always, um, is tricky because we're learning the next thing to like hold our weight in. Once we get good in one area, we go, oh, and then I have to count for this. And right, it's, it's very interesting. I love that you bring up, and I always say his name wrong. It's Albert Best, right? Is it? Yeah. I'm saying, okay, all right. Thank you. Thank you for helping me with that. But I love that you bring him up because, um, like, I reference him being a postman. Like, when I give people examples of what's possible, like with mediumship or, you know, how we all have these natural talents, right? And we just pull from different parts of our energy. Um, that naturally is us, whether we come into it or we experienced it prior. But at the end of the day, we have to experience it um, to have it under our belt. And, you know, we have to enjoy and play within life. And that's how we bring understanding to other people. Um, You know, the esoteric is lost on a lot of people unless they really love philosophy and they really, you know, like a good riddle. Um, but most times like within spirituality, when you're inspiring people, people will be like, well, what did that mean? You know, what did that mean for me? Exactly. Yeah. You have to be able to break it down to in a way that people can understand. And that's why we have to live this life too, you know, and we have our own story. Like, even if we work for spirit, we still have our own story of our life to tell. And so we've got to live it. You know, you can't escape from your story. Maybe for a little while, if you're in some deep transformation, that you're going to, and you're going to get back in this world again, too, um, to finish your story, keep living it. Yeah. Finish your story and keep living it. And (laughs) yeah, if you ever want to look up Albert Best, as uh, Jennifer um, mentioned, a phenomenal medium, he would give people their exact address like as evidence, which is so cool. And we all have our little signatures, right? Um, 
I'm really into like health and wellness. So sometimes like I can feel into people's bodies or I can like know what supplements they take or, but that like that comes from, you know, my, my interests or jobs that I had in my past. And do you find yourself having little things like from whether it's your personality or, or, um, you know, symbols or references that come up for you too? Yeah, for sure. And um, I'm like you too. I do have that like health and wellness background too, that just because out of interest. um, So sometimes I get that too. Um, I'm a little more free flowing with that. Like if I'm just with my my friends and things like that, that I'm like reading for just because, you know, it's like, I don't want, I try not to go too medical with my stuff because I don't advertise myself. as it's like a whole medical. other ethical conversation. Right. Yeah. So I try to be like really, really <laughs> careful with that, too. but, but I can't, but I can't Correct. get that with when I'm in like a, you know, like with just a friend and we're just like doing it, you know, just for fun kind of thing um, too. But I, I love working with flowers. I love working with music, you know, um, um, and colors though, you know, all of those kinds of things. So it's like, um, yeah, for sure. It's just like, and they'll use all of that and, and it does make it fun. And, um, and then I, I love because I'm very clairsentient. I'm, I'm very in touch with my emotions, always been highly sensitive. And people tell me like, I'm on the high scale of sens- sensitivity. I don't know what that means. Cause I only know me, but, um, so I can, I can connect that way with the, you know, with the emotional, um, container that we're in with people too. So I can feel, I can feel into um, what spirit may want to show me about their lifetime and things like that. And I, I like that. I like being able to do that. It's kind of like when you listen to a real soulful song, it might be a little melancholic, but you get kind of into it. Like, cause there's something about that that feels very alive, you know, it's, it's, yeah. you know, without, without that, we're kind of robotic, you know, so to be really in touch with your emotions, you feel very alive because you're part of the flow and the color and all of that too. So yeah. I agree. Like, um, you know, emotions are defining point of what make us human. I mean, people, yeah. it's important to be logical. I really do feel that. I feel like there's a lot of uh, beauty and logic. Um, but being logical is not the forward part of being human. Like, that's like, uh, or, or being analytical, the, the top, um, all of a sudden I can't think I'm not very logical right now. The top like mechanics of being logical are like performed by like machines and computers because they don't miss like humans are more naturally um, creative and emotional. And that's what separates us from other things in the animal kingdom or other um, things on earth that can replicate um, or, or use energy. We're very emotional, creative beings and we can lean sometimes, you know, certain directions within that. We don't have to be just, I have to be an emotional person or I, I have to be a highly creative person. We can be however we are. And um, yeah, it comes out in our readings like, like, right, I might feel into someone's knee or rib cage or I might know that they take fish oil or, you know, they're really excited about eating spinach, right? So, or just under other aspects of who we are just since we've been a young child you know you said I've always been in touch with people's emotions and not every medium is in touch with people's emotions they might be very in touch with the spirit world or being an excellent communicator but they're not in touch necessarily 
with what's happening right in front of them or on an ongoing basis. There's so many different ways to be energy sensitive that a lot of people don't employ that people would just assume that they just naturally are like that. Like, oh, you're a medium. You must be an empath. Things like that. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Well said. (laughs) People people think sometimes, oh, go ahead, go ahead, please. Uh, I was just going to say what you made me, as you were speaking, what you made me kind of think of too is that if we think about like math, we think math is very logical, but it's like the numbers and the shapes, there's a creativity to that too. That's part of the language of the universe of the energy and the frequency too is the math. So is the music and music's based on math too. And then if you look at, you know, like um, the the perfection of nature, that's still based on, um, you know, math too and it's like they've plugged in plants into certain machines and been able to hear the music that the plants make it's fascinating some of the stuff they can do so they really do go together that's why some people say like religion and science go together they really do so it's just a matter of like finding the combination and i do loved when a a loved one in spirit comes through and maybe they were very a logical person but the way they show it to me is i can see like the landscape of their mind space and they may put a lot of like you know, facts and figures and formula type of symbols up in there. And I go, Ooh, that's fun. <laughs> but for them, that's what made them feel alive. That was their passion too. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's all, it's all here, right. You know, like sacred geometry, like nature, like echoes, all the glimmers of what is possible. And, and sometimes I, I think, you know, as, as humans, we, you know, can do certain things like an elephant can do certain things or an, a tree can do certain things or this, you know, this, the sky and the atmosphere. It's just as our, our consciousness decided to have a human experience as a human, we do certain things uh, amidst all the wonderment. And it's exciting. I think more and more, to know that mediumship and, and psychic ability and healing ability is possible within being human. Yeah. It's really good. And I love how you said all the glimmers, because it's just like all the little aspects of everything and you get to, it really is. It's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And it's perfectly imperfect at sometimes and chaotic and orderly all at the same time. That's where you start getting into the riddles of it, but that's the fascination of it. That's the, intelligence of it it's it's sometimes beyond what we can put into words and that's when you just kind of have those breathtaking moments and just kind of go you know it's like just kind of wow it's like it's a transcendent kind of moment where you can just kind of bask in the wonder that we exist in it's a nice place to be (laughs) if only we could stay there all the time i would love it if we could just stay in that all the time it'd be great you know we can always like cultivate you know to cultivate that space of i can go there i can go there um we all need our safe spaces or inspiration places and you know you you have created that for people you have created that for people um you know there is meditation there is sitting within the power we have you know our spirit guides we have prayer. Um, you know, everyone comes from a different background of religion and, and, and culture. Um, people have God, the universe, the divine. And, you know, I know I have a lot of those things inside me, but there are days where I wake up that I have to like remember constantly. Cause I'm like, I feel 
weird. <laughs> Even though like, we have I'm all really this at our disposal. I know, like, I feel really human today. This isn't right. <laughs> yeah. I do not feel right yes. within my soul. <laughs> I know. Yes, that happens. That really does. I know. And it's it's possible that people may think we're kind of in this state of like bliss all the time. It's, no, we're not. We're not. We we have normal lives and problems and things we go through and emotions that we work through just like everybody else. That's how we learn and grow and keep evolving and um, working within our being too. So, but we just we just try our best. You know, see, I'm rubbing my nose, so that's them saying, yeah. You know, so we all just try. We try the best that we can from day to day, and you know, do it with as much grace as possible. What more, you know, what more can we ask? Spirit doesn't ask any more from us than that. We we sometimes put so much pressure on ourselves to be perfect all the time. And they're not asking that. They're not expecting that because it is through the contrast of life that we grow and learn, you know, and there seems to be a love from God, source, universe, whatever you want to call it, to see how much beauty can be created, you know, how much more love can be created out of difficult circumstances you know, with just the image of the flower making its way through the concrete, like how did that happen? Like it found a way, nature found a way, beauty found a way, you know, the the rebuilding after the destruction, it seems to find a way. I, it reminds me of that song, um, um, Celine Dion, um, it, she goes, let beauty come out of ashes. Um, it's really, really beautiful, deep song that I like to listen to sometimes if I'm in going through transformation, you know, to remind me that like, something good is coming from like this, you know, difficult thing I'm moving through and things like that. So, yeah. Don't know where that I came from, but yeah. <laughs> no, hey, it's what, what was needed. And um, I think the more energy sensitive you become, you know, your, your spectrum of knowing what's possible and experiencing what is possible stretches out. So yes, you receive actually more love. That's very, very true. But you can receive more of other things that just makes life life because that's what's on the planet or that's what people are experiencing. And now you are opening yourself up to more of what people are experiencing because those are part of the messages and those are part of the, the ways that people need to be seen. So that's why we can get such a, you know, an odd mixture at times. You could wake up feeling really the whole other side of humanity sometimes. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, that's very true. You know, Debbie and I have conversations sometimes and I'm, and she needs to remind me because I may be in a mood and she's like, you know, you're feeling the collective right now too, right? This isn't all you know. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> she's like, do you remember we were just talking about the planets? Oh yeah, I forgot. And then once I know, like once I remember it, then it's like, then it moved, then I can move it out. You know what I mean? And I feel so much better. Oh, I thought it was on me. <laughs> Thank God for that's my girl. <laughs> Well, that's such a she's like, you're feeling every you're about to go live, honey. You're feeling everybody that's about to come on and what they're going. Oh yeah. That's it's yeah. it's very smart and intelligent of Debbie, and it's very true. And just like as a, 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 a psychic medium, it makes us laugh because it's just like I should hold know, up. but I don't <laughs> hold up. <laughs> We're not in our own energy, hold up. <laughs> just 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 shake it off. I know. But, <laughs> 
and it just goes for it. Cause I mean, I teach this stuff too, but I needed to be reminded also, because when you're, when you're in it, you're in it, you can't get out of it. Sometimes when you're in it, you need that help. And that's why we're, we're helping each other. You know, we're all healing each other, helping each other and just kind of giving those little reminders. And so thank God for that. We have our little tribe of angels in our life. Everybody needs that. So it's like, let's all build our tribe. And then we're, we're all helping each other. Cause I do kind of feel like it's supposed to be together. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, we have a very personal journey as, as spiritual beings, but we're never disconnected from everybody else. Not somebody on the other side of the planet, you know, not any, we're not somebody in spirit. We're always connected to everything. So there is something very special about the togetherness, the working together, the exchange of love, the exchange of ideas, exchange of energy, all of that too. It's nothing we need to be scared of. It's just be in the flow of the more we're in the flow of it. um, The easier I think life gets too. And even when you're not in the flow, that's still part of the flow. It's, Reminds me of Eat, Pray, Love when Katik said to um, uh, to Liz, um, played by Julia Roberts, you know, she says sometimes getting out of balance is part of being in balance, too. So we can all just kind of like give ourselves a little grace when it's not all going the way we want it to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> life is made to be unexpected, you know, like if if it was expected, we would just go through everything and not learn very much. You know, we just, we, we want to like ace life or we think things are a certain way or like if I'm, you know, the more I'm in my spiritual gifts, the more I would know and I'd avoid things. And, um, you know, why didn't I see this coming or I should, you know, I should have this if I, you know, I, I'm able to see this or hear that. And it's, not, it's none of that. It's none of that at all. It's just about allowing to happen what happens and, just going, okay, I hear you, I see you, I feel you. Let's just keep going and see what happens. Yeah, yeah, very, very true. R- really, really well put. And and there is, um, there's also the divine plan we're all part of. And so things are going to happen that we have no control over. You know, it's like, you know, ultimately, like, there is a higher part of us that's, you know, running the show all the time, most of the time, whatever we want to believe. But um there's plenty of times where we realize things are happening and there's nothing we did to create it. There's nothing we did to cause it. It's not in our control, natural disasters, you know, a big job change, a move happens all of a sudden, none of this maybe was planned, but the universe had to move the the chess pieces around on the board to get you to that place where you were supposed to go. You just didn't know you were going there because we're living the life as the experiencer. And so when you're the experiencer, even if we're intuitive, that doesn't mean we get to know where everything is going to land or where it's going to go. And it's hard, you know, cause it's, it's hard to not to, to be in the unknown. It's, it can be fun at some points to play in that area, but it also can be hard to, to know like, Oh, and then you feel like, Oh, you feel so out of control. Well, but we're never separate. Too. We're never separate. We are never separate. So everybody <laughs> just keep calling yourself back, whether it's through, you know, your higher self, your friends saying, it's the collective, come back. <laughs> or be <laughs> like-minded souls, right? Um, I, I, speaking of um, the reconnecting, how are some, um, excuse me, where are some places that people can connect to you? And what do you have going on if people want to be part of it? I want to make sure people can find you. I really love talking to you, Kelly. So I just want to thank you for creating this beautiful platform and allowing me to come on and talk too. So I really, I really appreciate you so much. And 
you, you do have an absolutely lovely presence about you. I mean, you really just are just a beautiful earth angel here. So I just thank you for what you do. And so from the bottom of my heart, I want to just give you that appreciation. And, and I know it's not just me saying it, it's also spirit world saying it too, because you, you create a lot of love and healing for people and you're doing something really, really good. So I'm just feeling like blessed that I got to be here with you. So I want to give you that first <laughs> too. Thank you. I'm blessed um, to have you. Thank you so much for your thank time. You, thank you. Um, I'm over at mediumjenniferrose.com on Facebook. I'm medium Jennifer Rose. Um, with no added punctuation and on Instagram, I'm Jennifer Rose medium with no added punctuation. I say that because there's other, uh, there's other mediums and psychics out there with the same name as me. So they've got different variations of how they're spelling it. So I just kind of figured that out and I was like, okay, so that that's me <laughs> too. Um, I do have Sunday service this Sunday. Uh, we've got, um, Adam Berry, um, you know, really well-loved medium over from England. Who's going to be doing our inspired talk. And uh, my, my sparkle queen from Scotland, Alice Trevorrow, a good friend of mine, she's going to be doing the mediumship. Um, Debbie and Fran Pierce are going to be our, doing our spiritual poetry. It's, a, it's our holiday service, so we're, we're going a little extra big on that one, too. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We have lots of love, lots of music, lots of healing. So hopefully people can cover that. Um, I teach mediumship uh, development circles every week. Um, and we're just a kind of really like... Um, let me what I say really just like loving no pressure group um, that you can be in um, to practice your gifts and where we kind of keep it out of the box. So it's like we do focus on evidential mediumship, but you know, if a guide wants to come through or an angel wants to come through, they're always welcome too. So I try to kind of keep keep it sort of all welcome in that respect too. Um, I'll be do, putting some workshops on the schedule next year for uh, mediumship for platform for trans healing. So that'll, that'll be next year coming up, um, get that going once I just got to make it through the end of the year. Um, and I do group healing meditations. They're free, free or donation um, twice a month. So and that's where we sit in the power. Um, we do trans healing and a little channeled message. I call it my all in one little specialty thing I like to do. So, and then wherever I'm called or asked to be, then I show up. I try to say yes as much as I can. <laughs> So there's a lot of places that people can find you and it's mm -hmm. all through um, like Jennifer Rose, like on Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Instagram, Facebook and my website. So I'm not on the, all the other platforms. You know, Debbie's kind of pushing me in that direction. She's like, come on, girl, time to get on this time. to go. OK, OK. We'll get <laughs> that YouTube thing has been like two years, like spirit put the idea in and it's like, you know, and it's like, well, just kind of, you got to help me spirit, you know, and it's like, I'll get it, I'll get it going. Just got to help me. So I feeling like the energy's finally there. I can get that going. Cause I, I have people ask me for my channelings and things like that. And so it's like, okay, I've got to get that edited out of that and put that over there for people so that they can hear it and listen to it again or enjoy it because there's a frequency there that is always going to be there, even if it's recorded from, from people prior there's a frequency there that people can get something out of it and listen to those words as well so yeah working on that it's always a work in progress <laughs> there's yeah it's where we're techie uh intuitive um ninjas just trying to figure out our moves it's a lot of work and then if we're just busy you know if we're just busy serving you know we're, we're living our lives we're doing our readings we're teaching our classes and all this kinds of stuff so it's like trying to squeeze in all of the rest is, is, you know, sometimes you have to pull those all nighters, you know, to where you're like working till 10, 11 o'clock at night and you can't, you know, some people are diehards. They're going till 12, one, two in the morning. I'm like, how do they do that? 
<laughs> People are just built differently. We're all built differently for different reasons. I hear you. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people go really hard with what they're able to do and they still yeah. are like, good morning. Isn't it a lovely day? And it's just like, I am, I need my eight hours or nine occasionally. Sorry, yeah. everybody. And we have to have coffee. We have to have coffee in the morning or there is no morning medium. <laughs> There's no morning meeting without coffee. <laughs> Certain things have to happen in order for us to just be okay. <laughs> this is very true. This this one o'clock time hour worked out very well for me. It's like, oh, I had plenty of time to dream. <laughs> exactly. I want everyone to have all the coffee, all the walks, all the meditation. Or I know, right? Whatever they need to do. Okay. Whatever you need to do. That's why, you know, it's easy going, easy flowing. Um, another thing that I like to, um, give to the guests always is the last word. So what is something that you would like to share, whether it's off the cuff, a favorite, um, inspiration you hold dear, whatever that comes. Um, you know, something I've just, I've said multiple times that I just like to remind people is that you're just all beautiful and perfect just the way you are. We, we try so hard to be so much and to do so much good, you know, and it's like, you're just beautiful and perfect just the way you are. You are spirit. And that part of you is always divine. And our personality is a beautiful thing. And it's got multiple parts to it. But it's all working together at the end in your favor. Because we don't know the higher plan of everything. We don't know why everything happens. And it's hard to not know. And sometimes things can feel so personal. But at the end of the day, like, everything kind of happens for a reason. We just don't know it until later and we don't understand it until later. So just um, hold, hold yourself in as much like love and grace and acceptance as you can in life too, because insecurities are normal, natural part of the human experience. Doubts, negative thoughts are too, because it's, you know, we live in duality. So it's like, you're going to have both. They're all, it's just a dance. We're just in this continuous dance. And some of the dances are fast and some of the dances are slow. Some of the dances you're tripping over your feet and some you're, you're perfect, like as if you had the perfect step and you never know how it's going to be. And for some reason, that's how they like it. That's how God rolls <laughs> to say. So just, you know, love, love yourself the best that you can as much as you can, as long as you can. So that that's what I would give you. <laughs> It's a lot of beauty to give. Thank you again, Jennifer, for being on the show today. It's been a pleasure. Um, please, everybody check her out at jenniferrose.com. And uh, Lucas, Kevin, Stacia, Debbie, thank you to everybody who's been popping in and out. Um, so much love. With that said, everybody take care. I will see you um, on probably Thursday for the numerology hour and Friday for the reading show. Um, You can catch me there at one o'clock for Friday's reading show. Um, Please go with love, luck, lights, everybody. And don't forget to live. See you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye everybody. Thanks for coming. Thank you.